0: you are a song according to science that is more truth than anything else that your brain can tell you you are a vibration you are an energy frequency and yet why do we live our lives based upon what a series of thoughts tell us we are the ego other people things that have come up in our lifetime Let's explore the song that has always wanted to be sung through you, by you, the authentic you. My friend, let's begin singing your song of aliveness. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Ah, uh, I think I'm gonna redo that intro pretty soon. I've got some new ideas going, but um, how's it going? How's it going in your world? Um, Glad you're here. Thanks for listening to what we're calling the Song of Aliveness podcast now. It embodies all of the ideas of self-love, self-compassion, self-kindness, exploring, all of that, including today's big fun topic, What Would Love Do? Uh, But it's been a great, great week. It's been really fun. Um, I feel like the renaming of the podcast May have played a part of this. Ever noticed that? It's almost like you get this premonition to do something and you've been thinking about it, and then you actually start to move towards it, and it like, like things start coming together. It's almost like you become this, uh, you know, coordinator that calls things into your life. And I really believe if you could get down to it, that's what this song of aliveness is all about. It's all about noticing how you have been doing that your entire life. It's just what has been the story you've been telling about it. You know, for me, I was telling the story of depression and stuck and failure. And then, you know, this podcast was inspired by by a piece of writing. You know, something woke up in me. And I feel like it was summed up so well by that piece of writing that that inspired this podcast by uh, another coach by the name of Simone Soul, and in it she always made she talks about having always made that inner journey that was going on and how she compared it to the outside something that was wrong about her and you know I just love that language this, this is what I've been coaching people on for years now but her language really helped me to see oh you know, all of those aspects that we are making wrong about us, that was like the the tenacity of her unique song of aliveness. And so when I read that, I said, oh my gosh, Simone, can I use that, that name, song of aliveness, because I want to talk about that. So yes, the energy this week for me has really been witnessing how it's like I feel like like, I get to just start really living into that. And what do I mean by that? I mean, it's been an incredible week. I had this invitation to be a guest coach in a community that I am part of for adults with ADHD. Um, uh, big shout out to IHaveADHD.com and the incredible curator of that community, a dear soul human being in the world, Kristen Carter. If you haven't listened to her, and you are a neurodivergent human being, Um, I recommend going over there and checking her out. She's been a guest on this podcast in the past, and I've been a guest on her podcast and got to be a coach in her um, community that she has. So that was super cool. And my friend Simone that I mentioned um, had, uh, it was about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, I got to be interviewed on her podcast. So that was amazing. And then this week, I started to take some steps at the end of last week saying, you know what, now is the moment with this idea of our song of aliveness. And I'll get into this idea uh, in the main body of the podcast today on what would love do. I started to see that this idea in me was to continue to keep believing in and what wants to come through me in this world. And what wants to come through me in this world is this message that we can explore and be stewards for this this massive unconditional love that wants to come through us in the world. And we get to figure out what that means for each of us. And as we do that, it pulls down these blocks and it allows us to step more fully into that whatever that looks like in your life you know just because you love flowers you know doesn't make your work any less like worthy than the person who is studying for a um you know for for a relief for cancer or because you are a person who writes poems you know no less worthy than the person who goes down and cleans out your septic tank. I mean, it's equal, equal, equal. And it's all about us connecting to that place, that energy, that song of aliveness in each of us. If each of us, or even a larger percentage, percentage, percentage? (laughs) Larger percentage of the world's population, was living from this idea of song of aliveness. Can you imagine? It's like the issues, so many of the issues in our world would begin to not be there if people felt free to be honest and live from their song of aliveness. So that's what I'm here about. That's why I want to put this podcast out and start um, having these these conversations So With all that said um, You know Are you ready for that Type of transformation Are you ready for that shift in your life Certainly listen on to the podcast But To take this podcast idea Like you know From the podcast You can be like Okay I get this I get this If you want to take this Type of powerful transformative shift and you know not just in those words but in a visceral way like when you you know I talked about the experience of walking up the stairs one time in my life after having done a lot of this work and I went up the stairs one night and everybody else was asleep in the house and as I got to the top of the stairs I had this feeling like I was forgetting something you know how that is like you forget like did I leave the the toaster on did I you know something like that in the back of my mind I'm like what is going on what am I not and and all of a sudden it hit me you know what I was forgetting you know what I had forgotten I had forgotten to worry Yeah that's that's I take that in for a moment I was walking up the stairs had this feeling that I was forgetting something. But what that feeling was pointing to was just how familiar being worried or having anxiousness inside of me, um, you know, what it did to, you know, be almost like an air conditioner in the background of my life. It was in my mind. And after doing this work, that is a visceral reaction that we have, meaning that there is space inside of us without the worry. And do you know what fills in that space? All of what I'm talking about, that song of aliveness. It's like if you were in a room, and a radio was playing, and an air conditioning unit was on, and suddenly the air conditioning unit goes off, well, you don't have to turn the radio up. It was already playing. It's already making music. That is what I want all of us to hear. It's already inside of us. It's just the blocks that we have put up for all these different types of reasons. And that is what life coaching does. Life coaching finds those blocks and helps us to either remove them, helps us to love onto them so they suddenly, they don't Seem like such a huge hurdle, and then life becomes lit up, it becomes very fun, and we begin to live from this awareness and awakened life right here, right now. So, this week I hosted a webinar that also happened this week, I don't think I mentioned that earlier, and um, so that's where we're going today. Sit back, relax and take in these ideas from this week's webinar it was a live free webinar and um you can sign up for those if you aren't on my mailing list you would get heads up for things like those webinars or you can just follow me over at self-kindness uh, with pete um, over at instagram or you can just look up my name PeteSibley.com that's not my name pete-sibley is my name and find me out there in all the places, but what would love do? So what we went through in this webinar and what you will hear is first of all, just reconnecting with what love is. And I think you might be surprised with where I go with that. And then the next part that we stepped into is seeing, um, you know, and conversely seeing what love is not. And then from there, how do we connect to that wisdom of love and we take it through a bunch of the different uh, ideas and and themes that love is and then run some specific challenges through this idea. What would love do? And what I, I think is so great about just asking that question is how it begins to pause and slow us down all right. So have fun. I'm so grateful you're here. And here we go. What would love do? Hello, welcome to what would love do? Um, I think a lot of us might have an idea of of what we would envision love doing. But I thought that this webinar um, would be helpful because I feel that and a lot of times when I have conversations with people, there is um, there's this tricky relationship with love. And so even though we've seen the t-shirts, even though we've seen the wristbands, um, you know, what would love do? I think it's still a very valuable way of living our lives. And really it is just another way of talking about a presence practice, mindfulness, connection, connection to heart, connection to spirit, connection with creativity, all of these things I feel like that are these multipliers in our lives. And so we're gonna get into a little bit today about what love is and maybe reconnecting to a good um, truthful definition for you in your life. I also wanna get in touch with, Taking a look at some of the things that we might hold as love, but really aren't, isn't um, supportive in the way that that uh, you know the the feeling and the energy of love can be. Um, and so I want to float those ideas by you today, and then getting more into some of the the like the the nuts and bolts of it, the how to, how to kind of put this into practice a bit, and then seeing where it shows up and applying it to some examples. So so we're gonna have fun. Um, So what I'm gonna try to do, see if I can um, get this going, is there's a a slide deck that I um, want to share with you um, and I'm gonna share on my Zoom screen. And then um, what we are going to do is oh, we'll see how how close I can get. This doesn't look like it's a full view. Um,
1: see what that does. Ah, that's too big. Never mind. Um, but hopefully, you'll uh, at least get to see a part
0: of. Um, uh, if you're watching this on a replay of video, you'll get to see the the side deck going. Um, and then if you are listening to this back, you will get a, um, you can get a copy of the slide deck is what I'm trying to say. All right, so the final thing I'm trying to do is get into, oh, this, you're seeing it like this. So let me
1: go to, to presenter view. So you just see, all
0: right, I think we're good. All right, so what would love to This practice of asking this question is really just a deepening of our awareness right if in any moment we can have a question that acts as an interrupter um and rather than just kind of chunking along in the the moment anytime we can have this interrupter um
1: we can uh sorry how did i get
0: I lost how I was sharing my screen. When we can ask this question, what would love do? Um, it interrupts that cycle, right, of being fully stuck in that moment. All right, so I'm going to go
1: back to sharing my screen, and we'll just call that good. There we go. That's what I wanted to see. Um. Let's go to the next slide. Don't you love how this is just unfolding?
0: Um, so what is love? So we have, we asked this question, what would love do? It acts as a quick interrupter. So let's hold our situation, kind of set it to the side, and let's get in real quick into talking a little bit about what is love. Because I feel like right now Um, Some of you might kind of be cringing about talking and hearing me say the word love so much. Um, You know, it gets, like I said, it gets tossed around a bunch. So what do I mean by love when I talk about, when I talk about that word? Well, I mean
1: this present moment right here, right in this space. And then in that space, the energy, the vibration, the frequency, right? It's like
0: right here, right now, there is life going on. And then there's this energy and vibration that's going on inside of us. It's happening in our body. It's happening as thoughts. It's happening as these words coming out. It's happening as the senses that we're experiencing. So, it's also the intelligence, if you will, that's behind all of this. You know, ha- like the fact that I'm here talking to you or that you're listening to this, whether it's live or whether you're just listening to this after the fact, right? And so, what is that? at work that's behind this? What's at work behind the sunlight coming in the room? What's at work behind the things that are around me, the, the water, that intelligence, right? And you might have another name for it. I call it love. And then there's my personal experience of that. And that is my feeling, my, you know, felt experience. that's good,
1: uh, of that moment, this
0: moment, the present moment. Love is represented and brought into the world through each of us. So you and I are carriers or representations. We are facilitators for it and love is a multiplier
1: love seeks to connect love seeks to build love
0: seeks to create so that's my working different that's what I work with now what is love now let's look at what love is not love is not scarce love is not hurtful it's not forceful and Recently, I've been talking about this with, um, you know, with different clients about this idea of thinking that love needs to be tough at some times. Like it needs to lay down the law. Like it needs to like that. That's not love. It may produce results. Uh, But those results will be infused and flavored with that energy. And here's what happens if we infuse results with that energy and we don't then go back and take a look at that to see if we can, you know, parcel out some of that kind of, you know, like tough toughness energy um, is that it is built upon a foundation that continues to need to have the anxiousness or the next, you know, part of what it's not down here, the anxiousness, the worry, the scarcity to motivate you to continue to either keep getting that result or to get new results. So in this way, it's like, you know, it needs to take from one area to another area. Now, if we go back to our original definition, love is a multiplier. It connects, it builds, it creates. You know, and the idea of creation is like, there's no, stop, there's no end to creation. There's no limit to creation. Just like there's no limit to love, right? And there's not a spot where we're gonna get to and be like, well, we've created everything that we can create, no. So when we're building results, out of that energy, that like, oh, we need to, um, you know, we need to stay worried. We need to stay on this. We need to stay, and like there isn't that ability to relax and drop in and soften, then we're going to keep on needing to build and build and build. This is what is behind midlife crisis. This is what is behind anxiety and panic attacks. This is what is behind overwhelm. This is what is behind so much of the fear and scarcity mindset that exists out in our world today. And it shows up in how we live. So this is where it is so important to be asking this question. What would love do? You know, and again, it's not this arrival at some point in the future. And it's not something that you need to earn.
1: Okay, all right.
0: So a little bit more about noticing, what is motivating you? I put here, without even knowing, we are often motivated by fear, worry, and scarcity. We're motivated by thoughts that are like, what will other people think if I... Or we have tons of what ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? And we start to plan for the what if, those worst case scenarios many of the times. Uh, And those bring up those feelings of uncomfortable. It feels those feelings are big, they're frightening. And so we use that as a motivator to try to not, Feel those feelings to try to head off what other people are going to think. To try to not get into those what-if scenarios. But here's the thing: life keeps on showing up, right? And we continue
1: to um,
0: we continue to need to be motivated by more anxiousness and more worry. So. Sorry, I got a little bit distracted. I just got a text, um, and we're just holding the space that there was a uh, a passing in our family. Um, but I want to stick here because I believe this call is 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 really um, what I'm being called to do. I would ask what what would love do right now, and love would stay right here, sharing this information. So, all right. So now we want to, know to notice where in our lives, where in your life, are you not motivated by any of these three, fear, worry, and scarcity? And when you get the answer to that, you'll be connected to um, where you are already answering the question, what would love to do. So these three, fear, worry, and scarcity are a forgetting. And they're taught to us by other people. They are forgetting because they forget that we are living and we are steeped and sitting in uh, abundance. There is an abundance of air around me right now. There is abundance of energy flowing through me, through the sun, through everything is constantly in this beautiful regenerative mode, even in passing
1: even in passing, there is regeneration,
0: right? So it's taught to us by others because others haven't had these tools available. Others were trying to make sense and trying to give us the very thing that they were doing in their own life, which is trying to head off things that create a big feeling of being afraid of. Uh, scarcity, and trying to use these as motivators so we wouldn't have to experience these things. But it's a forgetting because our true nature is one of connection. Our true nature is one of creation. Our true nature is one of love. And so the work in our lifetime, the work in your lifetime from here on out is to ask, how do I remember this? How do I get back to knowing this, knowing this and living this as my truth? Well, we ask, what would love do? And we're reminded again, what love is. Love is present moment. Love is energy and vibration. Love is the intelligence behind it all. Love is a feeling and felt experience. Love is represented and brought into the world through us and it's a multiplier. It seeks to connect, it seeks
1: to build, and it seeks to create more of itself. So how do we do this?
0: One way is through what I call clean actions. Now, clean actions are actions that are not created from that fear, that worry or scarcity, and therefore create that residue you know, that past and the future residue, like I said in the beginning, you can get results, but it has a residue in it, it has a residue of these fearful worry and scarcity um, energies, if you will. And so that is why even a person that sometimes I've worked with people that you know, they might have financial success, or they might have career success, or they have what appears to be a beautiful family, and yet they still are feeling worried. They're still feeling anxious. They're still feeling unconnected. And that's because it was built on that those um, those residues, right? And what's so exciting is that asking this question and getting present we begin to kind of, we clean that up, right? And we can do that from where we are right now. We don't have to go all the way back to the beginning, nor do we need to go and get to a spot where we can do that. We can do it from right here, right now. We do that by asking, what would love do? And you can apply any of those aspects of love to a given situation. So what was love? Love is the present moment and the present moment, we access it through, uh, you know, what is called active listening. Now, active listening, you can start doing it right now if you weren't doing it already. And that's being in touch with the body as a participant in listening, as well as just, you know the ears and the mind hearing the words, allowing the body to be an active participant in the listening. Can you feel in your body right now, where you're sitting, where you're walking, maybe you're listening back uh, with earbuds as you, can you feel the pressure on your ear? Can you sense your body right now as active and alive and vibrant? So sometimes we can access that by feeling, you know, feeling present in this space with just a conscious breath or two. Uh, Really letting yourself take that breath and connecting with your body. Maybe it's a hand physically on your chest and breathing, two hands
1: on your chest and breathing, right?
0: Active listening is also, having part of your witnessing presence, watching your own mind as you're listening. Are you wanting to comment? Are you wanting to speak? Are you wanting to make a point as a person is speaking to you? Are you thinking more about your response or are you being active about being a receiver? of that person's conversation, of that energy. That is how love gets to be a conduit through you, just by you actively listening to another person. Now, we can also do that with ourselves. Are we actively being a receiver of our own energy in the moment? A lot of times, you know, what this means is if you're feeling like frustration, Are you simply being an active listener to your body of what frustration feels like? It might feel like a tightness in your shoulders or tightness in your chest. I'm not saying that you need to live there forever, but I'm inviting you to be present and just listen for a moment before you then move into trying to solve for it, trying to take action of not feeling it. It's amazing how often it's reported back by just allowing what is already here and paying attention to it actually helps to dissipate that, uh, that very thing that we're trying to like solve for. So if it's frustration, can you just feel it? If it's anxiousness, can you just feel it
1: for a moment before you move into taking care of it?
0: So what would love do? So the first thing is you can ask in this situation, what would love do? You can get present because love is the present moment. The next thing, what would love do? Love is energy, it's vibration. So what would love do? Love would tune into and get in tune with, what are the feelings? What are the emotions? What are the thoughts? What are your surroundings right now? What
1: are the senses picking up?
0: What would love do? Well, if love is the intelligence behind it all, when you ask that question to a circumstance or a situation, what would love do in this moment? Love would be connected to not just this very moment, but the larger perspective of this moment, right? So it may feel like the decision that you're making is so paramount, but what would love do? Love would also take into context that. This is a lifetime of decision or this one decision held in a larger perspective may not have as much do or die, need to be right or wrong, black or white, right? It might, it might be a really big decision, but we can also pull in that larger perspective. And that starts with noticing our thoughts and Uh, you know, our thoughts and that energetic connection to this particular situation or challenge that's showing up. When we ask the question, what would love do? And we remember
1: that we are a conduit of it
0: happening and coming into the world. Well, we may be more willing to allow that wisdom to move through us. Maybe that would allow us to be more creative in how we come up with a solution for that situation or that challenge. Or maybe it's if love is coming through us and we are feeling anxiety inside of us, then what would love do in a moment? Love would be coming through us to connect with and understand and soften that anxiety in the moment because it's willing to, it's, it's, it's capable of sitting with that anxiety. So when you ask that question, what would love do? And you remember that you are a conduit for it. Sometimes your actions become very clear and very direct. You know, what would love do in this moment? Person has a sign up that says anything would help. Maybe you roll down your window and say, hey, I hope you have a great day, you know, no excuses. Like, oh, I don't want to give you a dollar or I don't have an energy bar to throw out the window. Like just being
1: a conduit. So
0: what would love do? Now, if you're listening, I'm sharing a screen that says, that says what we just talked about. Love would get,
1: gets present. Love always gets present and is in this present moment. Love feels the
0: energy and the vibration that the aliveness of this moment. Love is connected to, it is, what would love do connects us back to the intelligence behind all that is. When we ask what would love do, we're allowing the feeling and the experience to unfold it's present with it, it's supportive, it's bigger, it's it's the capacity for that very thing to happen.
1: What would love do, we
0: actively watch how we are a conduit for it in this moment. We let it be brought into the world through us. What would love do, it asks and it seeks to multiply itself, to
1: connect, to build, to create. So we're gonna put it into uh, a few examples here to wrap it up. What would love do? So if your kids are yelling, let's go back and look at what love is. If your kids are yelling. Can you be present in that moment?
0: Can you take a larger perspective
1: in that moment?
0: So maybe you take a larger perspective and you realize, hey, you know, I was just trying, I was focusing on the fact that my kids are yelling, but let me take a larger perspective. They're tired. I'm tired. At the end of the day, you know, we can get through this. Uh, You know, how can I be a conduit for love in this moment? How can I bring uh, uh, an aspect of understanding and witnessing and active listening to this? and then take a clean action. So a clean action might be like, hey, you know what, I'm out. Just take a breather, like put down the thing. And you know, I, I don't know what would come out of it, but you'll know what comes out of it when you ask that question, what would love do? And you bring in the different aspects of love in that situation. Or perhaps perhaps your spouse is, you know, in a bad mood, what would love do when you get present, when you actively listen, when you remember, again, being a conduit for love, when you remember that love is a multiplier, it's seeking to build, it's seeking to connect. So it might be, hey, you know, do you need some support right now? Do you need some space right now? And, or maybe you reflect and you're like, hmm, was I part of some of that? It could be 85, 90% on them, but what's my 10%? And love is willing to take a look at that. Love is willing to be present with that.
1: Maybe you make a huge mistake at work. What would love do? Be present, be willing to be a conduit for it, be willing to actively listen in that moment, the bills are due, same. There isn't
0: anything that we can't apply what would love do and just witness how, again, it acts as like this bit of space in that situation and we can get present, we can feel the energy and the vibration, we could connect to the intelligence that's behind this whole thing, that perspective—it's so big. We can allow for the feeling, the experience to unfold and witness it. You're powerful enough to do that. Can you know that you are a conduit for it to come into the world, and maybe be willing to allow that to be your answer for what would love do, and remembering that it's always seeking to grow, always seeking to build and multiply and create. Hmm. Yeah. So how is this going to work in your life, my friend? Will you take this podcast and put it to, to work in your life? I wonder. So this, again, there is two ways I believe to take this type of information. One is the way where we take it in in our intellect and the other is where we allow it to move in and become embodied in within us and to be infused and woven into our very cells. I mean we are energy. These are ideas and you can weave the energy of these ideas into the very fabric of who you are it goes out into the world in your conversation even in my voice can you hear it right now the possibility that connection to a full tilt ready to be embodied in that place of we can do this it is totally 100% within our ability to make the changes that we want in our lives. I'm a living example of this. I mean, I wanted so badly to get out of that feeling of feeling stuck, to find a new perspective, to feel like I could live free, that I could live as my authentic self in the world, that it wasn't foolishness to seek out how big love can be in my life to take down these old patterns and these old theories that have been fed to us and have created all of these systems of oppression in the world how do we do this that was my first conversation like 2 decades ago when i started a nonprofit on sustainable living it's like at first i want i felt like we need to save the world and then i was like maybe i can just work on my own community here And then I saw that, oh my gosh, I was such a living paradox myself. How do I make that right within me? And then seeing that I could do that dance back and forth, making it right within me, going out, being willing to be exposed and seen and vulnerable and loving in the world. My friends, this is what life coaching does. It's what it's done for me, and it's what I will continue to offer to those that are ready right now. Is it the change that you want in your life? Being proud, unshaming those old stories, normalizing your mind and your way, your instincts, and living from that space that is imbued and and full of, woven in with the fabric of what would love to in this moment right now. And right now, in my coaching, I offer a six-month coaching package of one-on-one coaching for $5,000. And as I sat with that, I began to notice that I have invested so much in my lifetime, even before coaching, to get to where I want. And now that I know the power of coaching, I have continued to invest in that coaching and have just watched my life completely change. And as I was walking the other day, I was thinking of that idea, you know, when I used to watch back in the day with with TV, there used to be these commercials that would come on and say, you know, for just a few cents a day, you can change somebody's life. And I started to think of that. Like over my lifetime, all of what I have invested in coaching and educating my mind, it may seem like a you know, a big number right there. But then I started to think, you know what? I want to live a full life and a vibrant, thriving life. So that investment that I made in coaching is unprecedented. It's a few cents a day over my entire life. So it's perspective, my friend. And I love holding that perspective. It works for me. So I love you. I really do mean that. And let me know what you think of what would love do And if you are interested in coaching, go down to the show notes. The links are there and you can go that route or you can just go over to PeteSibley.com and um, reach out and set up a free consultation today. The consultation in itself, I know, will leave you thinking and feeling different. All right. Can't wait to chat next week.